Hey everybody, welcome to Cut and Dry. This is episode 4. It's 10 o'clock on a Saturday, and I just woke up, so... Uh, Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> PM. So, yeah, PM. Yeah. So, I was going to recap the episode, but honestly, if you want to know what happened last week, just go listen to it. I'm tired of trying to recap stuff, because Eric just never sticks on one topic, so... Uh, but wow. let's uh, let's get number 4 Whack. before we started here. Uh, you know, I'm your host, Tim, with Will. What up, motherfuckers? John. And Eric. Also, John's a staple. Uh, I mean, he'll be around. <laughs> hey, I mean, I need, I need a nighttime job, even though I work at night now. But it's uh, something I'm glad to be a part of, like I said last week. Just, just so you know, we make a lot of money doing this, so... Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're definitely becoming a little regular, for sure. Yeah, man, all these beer cans I have... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No idea what you're talking about. God, we don't beer. drink. Nah, we just open the podcast with crack. We beer, actually crack the beer, pour it out. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted the ten cents out of it. How else is the dog gonna drink? True, hey, true, true. It's not my with, dog. With their Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I just want to let's just jump right into this. Uh, I, I want to ask Eric since he's our leading expert. Uh, how was our uh, last week's episode of Gossip Girl? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, it was terrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really don't know. No, all right. No, seriously. <laughs> Anywho. I thought listening to this podcast, this uh, Gossip Girl thing was a joke. <laughs> no, it was legitimate, but I don't watch it anymore. It's Fuck fine, Tim. <laughs> it's fine, man. No, all right. No, don't seriously. judge me. No. <laughs> Let's seriously. All right. The first thing I do want to get into is Antonio Brown. Because Ooh. I talked about Antonio Brown last week. And uh, I said that I would, I'd be willing to, to send Marvin Jones in a first round over to Pittsburgh to get Antonio Brown. Uh, I asked, a lot of people know who Sandman is. If you don't know who Sandman is, you probably never watched a Lions highlight video on YouTube ever. Because he, he makes highlight videos and they're pretty good. Yes. Uh, I tweeted him and I, I, said, I asked his opinion because I feel like he's actually really knowledgeable. And he said that Antonio Brown's not worth the, first, the, eight, the eight, number eight pick. What do you th- I agree. I don't think you don't think it's only Brown's worth. I do not. I I cannot say that he's not worth a eighth overall pick because talent wise he for sure is. Mm-hmm. But what just been re- what just has been released of what he is saying and wanting to get out with the the whole comments about Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, about being uh, who is who rapist? is. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. God damn it! No, we can't say that. We can't say I mean, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> My bad. Asterisk. Allegedly. Hashtag Kobe. <laughs> but with with that being said, especially in this day and age, with these quarterbacks getting all this money, the quarterbacks run the show just like a star player in any other sport. Quarterbacks run the show no matter what. It doesn't matter. Peyton Manning was on your team. He was your offensive coordinator. He went to the GM's office and said, I want this person. I want that person. Cut this person. Exactly. I don't think he's going in that direction. I'm not going in that route. I'm going into the sense of, you know, do you want that type of player? Because, yeah, we we argued about about quarterbacks calling out players in the media. Yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. as a wide receiver or just any other position player on the team, to be attacking your to be attacking your quarterback because character? you're saying the quarterback has a owner's mentality. I think he's trying to create a situation where Pittsburgh just wants to get rid of him. Yeah, but you're also creating a situation where everybody's looking at you as such a diva and a crybaby. Now. I don't think so. I think the the players know each other well enough to know 
the business side of everything. Yeah, but that's the players knowing each other. We're talking about owners trying to send draft picks to players. All right, here, here's my point, though. If I'm telling you the Lions are going to draft a wide receiver at the eighth overall pick. Hopefully it's that guy that that pitcher leaked out from Ole Miss because that guy is a fucking animal. Who is it? Uh, I think it's D.K. McLeaf from Ole Miss. <clears throat> Dude's huge. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I've seen the picture. They had five guys in this picture from working out. Getting ready for like you know the combines and everything like that and uh, workouts. He was the biggest guy there, and there was defensive lineman in the picture, I believe. So, <laughs> so wow, really? the one thing is like, so I'm thinking if if I told you that the Lions are getting a receiver at eight, you're telling me I, if Antonio Brown was willing, if you were, if it was screw Marvin Jones, if it was like Pittsburgh's like we'll take your eighth pick, here's Antonio Brown, you're guaranteeing yourself a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Facts. That might be on the decline of his career. It might be, might potentially. Be. But he's proven, and Tony Brown's proven time and time again with a good quarterback, he is good. Right, with Ben. Yeah, he's only has had one quarterback. Ben, ben, has, made, yeah, but every ben time, has made his receivers. Yeah. Ben, Santonio Holmes, Mike Wallace. But there has to be something that says Antonio those receivers Brown. are good. Yeah, uh, and what happened when they left? Uh, no, I, but like, uh, exactly. Uh, and Ben is an elite quarterback. Of, you know, yes. San, San Antonio Holmes, I mean, he, he did well with and without the Steelers. Those are good. When he went to the Mike, Jets? Mike, he, he did, did all right. He there. did all right. He, was, Wallace, he wasn't like he was. He wasn't Mr. Yeah, but you're also near the, the end of their Bowl. career. You're near the end of your career. I mean, that's going to be. Is AB not that's, towards the end of his career? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? The, no. the way he's, he's utilized? The way he's utilized? No. He's a type of wide receiver that can play. Into his How old is he? Easily mid thirties, late. I thought it was thirty-two late or thirty-three. 30s. How old is Antonio Brown? Oh, fuck. So, uh, I, I got you. I got you. I'm just saying, like, now nah, don't get me wrong. Uh, a talented player like he is, or possibly was, definitely. You know, the Lions need something like that on the yeah. roster. But are you willing to give up a younger player like Marvin Jones and a first-round pick that's all potential? Yes. Yeah. And he's only 30, so I'm definitely taking A.B. How, how many wide receivers that go in the first round pan out every time? I mean, I, I don't have that statistic off the you, top of my head. You know what, but it's, it's easy to, you know, a lot of the receivers that I, that come out, I mean, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, this guy's a stud, but sometimes they're not. You're yeah, taking I mean, that risk. You know Antonio Brown is a stud. Was. You don't know if he's still going to continue. You can say that, that about any single uh, that's what, You can exactly year. say that about everybody. So, I mean, you're still going out. You taking in Antonio Brown and you – Drafting a player, you're still taking the same amount of risk because you don't know what they're going to do that year. Yeah, but Antonio Brown's more. Maybe is proven. He, like yeah. I said, he's proven, but he's proven with Ben. Can he do it without I Ben? Mean. I know what you mean. I think he can. Why? So we can agree that Antonio Brown is great talent. He is. 100%. But we can all agree also that the same style of play, but Antonio Brown takes it to another level, is what we had in Golden Tate. Yeah, but you lose Golden Tate. He he can't do everything Antonio Brown does. But why not keep your eighth your eighth overall pick and, and bring Golden Tate back? Bring Golden Tate back. Does he want to come back? I think he does. I wouldn't see. I, I don't see why he wouldn't. Seeing that the the gratitude that he gave Detroit as he was on his departure to Philly, because I feel like it was almost as flipping sports. Is what we did with Justin Verlander. No, I know. I know what you mean. You're, giving set, you're setting him off to get, win. Give, giving this guy the opportunity to win a championship. Granted, Verlander had an extra year on his contract, where Tate was in a contract year. 
And Verlander's done nothing but flourish over there. Well, I mean, but Verlander was paid. We all know, and nicknamed here in Detroit as Mister October for a reason. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just how it is. You you get paid to produce when it's time, and Verlander oh, yeah. did that in a you know day in day out as a starter here in Detroit. And Tate did the same thing. He produced in this offense. He gave it his day all. In, day out. Would would it not be now? Imagine if they had planned this. Is, is it not a genius move if the owners traded Tate? For what was it a third round pick, right? I'm, or was I don't it a fourth? Remember. I don't. Is it a third or fourth? It was, it was a third. Uh, so you trade him for a third round pick. So now this year going in, you get that third round pick and you pick him back up off free agency. It, all right. So I've always said that trading Golden Tate was the best thing that we could do. Yes, facts. Because you're at least going to get something for him, right? So the the whole thing about Sue, everybody was so mad about the the whole him going to Miami. And we got nothing for him because you just let him walk. Yeah, exactly. So now you you are taking the risk that you think he might want to come back, and they were in contract extensions. Golden Tate was in full right. belief. If he's he in contract resigning. extensions, yes. so you don't think he's not gonna doesn't want to come back? I, I don't. I think that he would come back. It's, I think we have a legitimate shot at him. It's but I also hard. think that he is gonna get paid. It's it's hard. It's hard to, you know, keep going on with those contract talks with Golden Tate when you have somebody who, like Kenny G, who I believe we. I mean, he's still on a rookie saying. contract. He's under a rookie contract, and then you have Marvin Jones, who's relatively signed for cheap, and he was he was a, he's just a deep ball threat. No, he's not. He's not. He's not the okay. Tim doesn't like him. He's not a seven catch guy a game. He's a maybe three. he gets three catches for 50, 60 yards. yards. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but what he does, and, and he moves the he's moving the chains. Yeah. So where Golden Tate and Kenny G are those guys that are you know. How I like to say it, they're the meat, you know, they're the meat and the potatoes no, of the dinner. They're, they're getting the, they're the inside the stuff done. Exactly. Well, I mean, would you, let me, so let me ask you this. Would you rather, would you rather sign Golden Tate for what, 13 mil? Whatever. Two or three years? Or would you rather get rid of your first round pick and Marvin Jones and get Antonio Brown? I want, my, my whole thing was go after Golden Tate and bring Antonio Brown here. So you have Antonio Brown, Kenny Galladay, Golden Tate. That would be dirty. So that way, Mark Golden Tate. But do they? I mean, do they have the money to bring in Brown's contract? I don't know. I, I don't because know. Brown has to be traded. 100%. Brown's still under contract. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, just like any any other big trade with anybody that has a large contract, that, uh, that opposing room. team that's trading them is going to take on a certain hit. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, no they get what, rid that's, of that's, them. That's, that's, that's going to happen. No, oh, for sure. But but do we have the money to take that hit? Is yeah, the if Pittsburgh pays whatever we agree to. I mean, that's going to be anywhere. It all depends on what the stipulation is of money that they want to give up. Yeah. Because just, they also have money that they're going to have to shoot out to where I believe that just to screw them over because I believe he screwed them over is... <laughs> you talking hey, about when he throw, walked throw away? Fran- no, throw a franchise tag or uh, I forget the other proper term of it for Le'Veon Bell. The transition tag? The transition tag. Throw it at him and then a team has to match that to be able to give him. Yeah. So... True. They have that money as of right now, yes. But later on, will they? We don't know. Yeah, true. true. So another thing about the eighth round pick. I'll go ahead. Since 2013, though, AB has averaged 114 receptions, 1,525 yards, and 11 touchdowns. With the season. same quarterback. With the no, same quarterback. because Big Ben goes up, gets hurt all the time. 
Right, and you know what he does when Big Ben's injured? You know what he does when Big Ben gets injured? Nothing. Yeah. When Big Ben gets injured, I had Antonio Brown on my fantasy team the year that Big Big Ben kept getting injured. He disappears, like nearly completely disappears. He's he would have streaks with Big Ben of getting either five catches or fifty yards in a game, and then once Big Ben got injured. He wouldn't top either of those. He yep. disappears completely. But every quarterback win. that comes in has their favorite target or has a favorite route. And Why would one of the greatest receivers not be your favorite target or favorite? You just maybe don't have that chemistry with them. Because like, it's really easy to say a, a second-string uh, quarterback practices with second-string receivers all the time. Right. So when that second-string receiver's in, he looks at him. He's like, I have trust in this guy. I know where if I put the ball in this position, I've seen him go out and get it. So then putting him on a new team isn't going to change that quarterback's trust on him? I think in OTAs and training camp, Stafford and Brown would be able to develop that. Kind of like what Stafford and Marvin Jones did, right? Yeah, but Marvin Jones can't separate himself from anything. You don't like him. Because he can't separate himself from anything. Every catch he makes is a contested catch, which is good. He makes a contested catch, but you should not make 100% of your catches contested. Is that a legitimate stat? 100%? No, it's not okay. 100%. But uh, it's one of the every answers. time that he's running downfield, he's no, I've seen somebody it. right on him. He, he definitely, cannot separate from anything. He draws a lot of passing interference. So, so with, yeah, the lack, so the <laughs> with the lack of separation and we're on the wide receiver position, so where does that put Julio? Because yep. Julio, Julio, we can sit here and talk about his uh, easily – a top five wide receiver in the league? Yeah. But he's a top 50, if that, on uh, 50-50 balls in the end zone? Yeah. Well, first of all, he doesn't catch touchdowns. Found that out. The right. So, <laughs> so he, doesn't, he doesn't catch touchdowns, but he's one of the best receivers. Yeah, because he's going to move your chains for you. Uh, I mean, you everybody's seen it that two, two years ago. Devontae Freeman and uh, Tevin Coleman were one of the, two of the best running backs in, the, in fantasy. Just because Julio gets him down to the one-yard line and... Boom, in the end zone, you know. But I don't. There's, nah, I don't know. But we're, we're, I'm getting a little distracted because I'm trying to get back to the, <laughs> the eighth pick again. Uh, so we have the eighth pick in the draft. Right. Bob Quinn said he wants to. He's not going to rule any position out, in that we might take a quarterback. That's. I feel like that's a. Uh, that's a ploy. That's a GM's. Uh, Just trying to make another distraction. Team. He's. He wants other teams to either want to trade up for a quarterback. And trade to him so he can trade down. Or maybe force or the team ahead of him. Or force teams ahead of him to draft quarterbacks that way people fall to him. That's fair. But yeah, I 100% think that we will not take a quarterback even if we still, the third round. still keep – If we still keep that eighth overall pick, we will not pick a quarterback. Not at eight. Uh, because it has been proven time and time again that we – are keeping Matt Stafford as our starting quarterback. Yes. We sign we sign we sign players like Matt Castle. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be real. Matt Castle is not gonna take the job. He's he's not gonna take a job. He's, a he's not he's not gonna everybody knows he's a backup. He's a backup, but a backup without a threat to Matt to Stafford. To steal the position. To, to Matt Stafford. Yeah. Right. And with Matt Stafford signing that contract, you best believe the Ford family, which is Martha Ford just herself, yeah. but it's not going to allow it. That's where things are going to step into. So, so the one thing I, th- I was thinking is... I don't think that's going to happen. You can't take a quarterback at eight. Because one, you're not sitting Stafford. No. Not th- no. And quarterbacks come in the league now, and you can't... 
Trade well, this, this is a weak draft, also. Though. It is a very is a very weak draft for all quarterbacks. The, all, is it, this is it's gonna be a lot of defense. Yeah, def- and, yep. defense all the way around. Uh but it, you can't trade Stafford. He's, I think he has a twenty million dollar cap hit if we trade him. So you're gonna eat that twenty million dollars to to draft a quarterback in the first round, and then you don't even know. And oh. then he's not even gonna start. Still potential though, but you don't know. Yeah, but like I, I don't know. You can't do that. So I would never. I don't know. Like I, like I said, I, I mean, I don't know if I told you personally, but I feel you got two more years. You know, everybody knows. Well, everybody knows that the first year with a new offensive coordinator doesn't always go as planned. They got a new offensive coordinator. Second year with a new offensive coordinator, that's your third year with Patricia. Was it fourth or fifth year under Quinn? So you're saying Patricia just bought himself two more years? I'm saying Patricia has two more years with Stafford to prove something. If they don't, after two years, somebody's got to go. So if they go to the playoffs next year, win a game, lose, go to the playoffs, lose right away, what do you think? Patricia stays? I think he still stays. Because you said that they win. One playoff game. That's that's enough to keep him for another he, year, at least on top of that. He stays because not only like Bob Quinn, uh, how I feel is they just want yes men. And I feel like they both are yes men. Yeah, I don't feel like they're both here for themselves and trying to establish themselves. Believe they're here because they're yes men. They said she basically liked what she heard and brought them on board. Yeah, like, that's how I honestly feel because you guys already know I'm not an advocate of Patricia. <laughs> uh, we should have kept Caldwell, but eh, I think Caldwell's is in a better position right now. But mm-hmm. yeah, th- yes. Because Bob Quinn's not there. <laughs> I, I don't think it's... I think Caldwell's in a position because he's in a position to where he's still in charge. He gets to manage and talk to every player on the team, and players love him. That's very, very well-known thing that players love Caldwell. And that now he doesn't have to make any decisions. <laughs> so, I don't know. Let's uh, Kareem Hunt. Woo. Browns get Kareem Hunt. Now you're... You know Kareem Hunt is a threat. You know Kareem Hunt is a starting running back. What do, if you're Chubb? How do you feel right now? You're nervous. There's no way you're not nervous. You don't think you don't think he's nervous, John? I don't think Chubb should be nervous. Duke Johnson's the most nervous. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> yeah. You just bought the, you just bought a running back that does every single thing Duke Johnson does, and then is way faster. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So why should somebody? On the line. Why should somebody like Chubb who? And this offense, well, you know, Chubb's going to run back. between the tackles. He's, he's a power he, back. Yeah, he's but a but swing tackle back. But Hunt can do as well. Hunt but can do it. Yes. Now, now you're Hunt. You're not going to get paid. Obviously, I think he's going to get like a one million dollars. Yeah, because I mean, he's still coming off of his. Uh, who are you guys starting? Are you starting Hunt or are you starting Chubb? Chubb. Chubb. You starting Chubb? One hundred percent. Chaos. One hundred percent. Ridiculous. I'm, I'm not saying that they're not going to. Kareem Hunt led the league in rushing his rookie year and was leading the league rushing before he got allegedly. Suspended for kicking that girl. Which was, that wasn't allegedly. Okay, I know. Uh, okay, I know. <laughs> None of it is alleged. It, it wasn't actually. Okay, it was a push with his foot. It wasn't even a kick. Like you beat your meat harder than that kick was. I'm telling you though. I, I so, give you that. I li- give you that. Listen one. to this. I'm pretty much married, so yeah. <laughs> listen, listen though. So this is all shouldn't I, have done it, but this is it wasn't that. This bad. is how I feel about the situation. The Browns go get Kareem Hunt. You know Kareem Hunt is a stud, right? Did you say Kareem Punt? Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. Not on purpose. <laughs> totally on purpose, 100%. But, so you know he's a stud. And you know Nick Chubb's going to be your guy. They're probably going to be 50%. 50-50, I think. No. Yes. If anything, it's going to be like... 
65-35. Kareem Hunt. There's no way that you don't start. was a stud last year when he got the job. He was. He was when he got the job. But he was also playing backup. Not there's no way. There's no way. I I can't even fathom the fact that they would not start the league-leading rusher. So we we can agree that the Browns got better, even though it was unfortunate when Terod Taylor got hurt. When yes. Baker Mayfield stepped in, right? I knew Baker Mayfield was going to be a starter at some point. That not day. only did they get better when Terod got hurt, but they also got better when they traded away Carlos Hyde. Correct. Yes. Yes. And with trading away Carlos Hyde opened up for who to come in? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah. Okay. Nick Chubb produced a hell of a lot more a lot. than Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson okay, so, in their offense. Okay, so who's the better talent, Nick Chubb or Duke Johnson or Carlos Hyde? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Okay, now who's the better talent, Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt? On third down, Kareem on Hunt. Hunt. Don't, don't, don't try to sing. Who's the better talent, Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb? They run two different style offenses. It's two different styles. Who's the better talent? I don't care what Kareem offense. Hunt, Kareem Hunt is a better is a better talent because Okay, so why would he not get the starting job over Nick Chubb? Why not? Because he doesn't fit the offense like they need to keep. How do you know he doesn't fit the offense? He hasn't been in the offense yet. Because he came from a high-flying offense that opened up everything underneath for him. Tyreek Hill is running deep. Patrick Mahomes can chuck the ball. And you have... uh, Um, Alex Smith. He he was doing it with Alex Smith. Yeah, but the Tyreek Hill... Led the league with Alex Smith. The Tyreek Hill factor is like... the, The thing is that Tyreek Hill... Demands attention. Yeah, but but Alex Smith wasn't just bombing it constantly like Patrick Mahomes was, and he was still running like that. Yeah, be, because all he had to do was hit uh, Tyreek Hill in stride, and it's good. And what? we talked about how Alex Smith was an accurate quarterback, and all you had to do is hit somebody in stride that's running thirty miles an hour down the middle of the field. You demand that. Nicknamed the cheetah for a reason. Yeah, you demand that. You're, you're still you're trying to like avoid the fact that Kareem Hunt was doing it without Patrick Mahomes. I'm without not saying the deep threat. he was still doing it. I mean. Tyreek Hill was still there, but he wasn't as established as he is with Patrick Mahomes. What I'm saying is, I do think Kareem Hunt will be successful in every single NFL offense. Uh, any team. On any team. But I, I also believe that you drafted Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb produced way more than expected last year when he started. And you're going you're to stick with him. You're going to run him. You're not going to put him behind. Their snaps are going to be so close, it's going to be 50-50. I'm so, then, so then they just pick him up for trade bait? So they have him to yes. trade him away? Next year. Because you know, he's not going to play next year. Yeah, he is. Four-game suspension. No, you think he's only going to get a four-game suspension? I think with that video, he's at least, I mean, they're going to have to, they're going to, have to make a, a statement. Is it, it, su- is it? it sucks who it is. I mean, as being a great player, because we all know these guys all get second chances no matter what sport they're in. And before anybody says Ray Rice, he was on the decline. Yeah. But Ray Rice. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to. You opened the door for but, me. <laughs> but I think they're gonna have to make a statement because the video went viral. Um, Any light about especially, it? Especially during and during the season. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I believe he's gonna it get handed. Belichick. He's gonna get handed what? maybe a, a eight, like maybe a, a I'm six. I'm thinking ten. Six. I'm just going to give a range of a six-game to maybe even a 12-game. Mm, I'm not going to say a full season, but I'm going to say six to maybe 10, 10 12 games. That's where that's where I'm going to lead to. And it's going to give the Browns that push during that time frame because he's going to come in with fresh legs, and that's where he's going to take off from. 
So this Adam so he's Shepard, gonna Adam Shepard said it is it's probably gonna be ten to twelve. All right. So so you're saying so he, after he comes back off of suspension, he's gonna take it and run with it. And you don't think that that's gonna give him the starting job? You don't think that no, he's the better talent? No, because no matter what it is and how it is in the league, if you've been consistent all year, they're not gonna jump ship on you for a guy who just was suspended. As long as you're consistent. As long as you're consistent. And then I think they're so gonna, gonna you're gonna have a spot to play, but you're not gonna get that start spot. So they're not. They, you're saying that NFL teams don't just jump ship for the better talent. It not not yeah, yes yes and no because Alex Smith took his team to the NFC Championship game and then when he got injured the next year they hopped into Colin Kaepernick and then they benched Alex Smith when he was healthy. There's a difference from injury coming back from injury and then coming back from a suspension that did nothing but damage your image. Yeah, but you didn't damage your body, so you're still running with the same talent. You're not hurt. So I'm always a big believer. I don't care what you do off the field. If you're not in prison, then you should be able to get a job. And I think, you know, yeah, I mean, facts. The, the way I look at it is, yeah, you should not hit anybody, right? Like, you should not hit a woman. Right, right? I just want to go on record. I can, I, as much as I say that the kick wasn't hard, he still did it. Yeah. So, I mean, he still should I be, there should be repercussions. is like, if, for some reason, if I got in trouble for doing anything, well, literally anything, if I'm not in jail, my work's not going to fire me because I did whatever outside of work. Right. So, why does... The NFL have to take that action because is um, league by example kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, like you're you're an idol and people look up to you. But I'm a true. I'm player. not even going with that. I'm just saying like to to prevent other players from doing it. To, because what if another player does it and then he does get locked up? I, it's, it's a preventative. But measure. that's what I'm saying is like I feel like it's really up to like let them get locked up and then that's where your suspension comes. How long are you in jail for? Mm-hmm. But like I, I can know. see that, but I, I feel like there should be stricter laws on it. Because, yeah, then you're actually in trouble. Because, all right, oh, yeah, you're in trouble. You're suspended four games. But guess what? You're going to come back and make millions after that. Yeah. Right. It's well, just like a slap on the wrist. Exactly. What are you going to do? Just get this guy. Would you rather you miss need, four you games in your career? You need to go anger management and you need to. Yeah, so go, that's what he has to do is yeah, alcohol ang- and anger in. And, yeah. Yeah. That's all you have to do to. Still continue to make millions. That's what I'm saying. It's Sign like, me it's up. A, it's literally, would you rather go to jail or would you rather miss four games of your NFL career? I'm missing four games every time. Yeah. Even if it's without pay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I mean, well, when you go to jail, you're missing those games anyways. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> but, but like, obvious, it's an obvious choice. You don't want to go to jail. You'd rather right. just miss the four games. I'm just, like, of course, the player's like, oh, you're suspended four games. Like, well, at least I'm not. I'm just, shocked at, <laughs> right. I'm just shocked at the fact that no matter if it's Kareem Hunt, no matter if it's who else was it? Greg Hardy, uh, AP. Didn't Greg AP, Hardy just get his AP, ass whooped in the? Yes, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> but you know, breaking those guys down, Ray Rice. I feel that it's it's crazy how society is to where these guys are on video doing these things, and you have even though it's a land, I mean, we give second chances out here in America and sports in general, especially if you do well. Mike Vick went to prison for a full year. Yes. Might have made for, him a better for, quarterback. For <laughs> right. not even, for, but, but the thing was, he wasn't the one personally fighting these dogs. Yeah, no, it was on his property. He, it was on his property and he funded it. He enabled it. Yes, but do you receive a, a punishment that's league. harsher than one of the best quarterbacks in my opinion? Yeah. 
I mean, that's a, it's a different it's a different thing to talk on, but it's just to put that thought in everybody's head that's going to be listening. Like, this is something that's going against a woman and something that's going against a dog. Yeah. Yeah, I love dogs myself, but honestly, I think it's worse if I see a man. People eat kick. dogs. I, I, feel, <laughs> I think I would feel worse if I walk past somebody on the streets and I seen a guy kick a woman and I did nothing. Then if I seen a guy kick a dog, and did something. That's yeah. just me. Yeah. I don't know. So you love dogs, but not women. That's what you do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but, uh, all right. So real quick. So you obviously value Kareem Hunt. Yes. For, for a number of reasons. I know because he basically essentially helped you win a uh, championship. Yeah, and I mean, and I drafted him his rookie yeah. year, too. So that's what I'm saying. Right. So like, And he made you do well that year. So yes. obviously, you have reasons to actually like Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Where do you value Kareem Hunt then? Because he's going to get drafted in the fantasy football next year. Um, man, that's so tough because you're talking about where would I draft him in fantasy? Yeah, he's a, he's getting a ten game suspension. Where are you drafting him? We talking PPR? Yeah, like we yeah, like we play standard one point PPR or standard one point PPR. Okay, PPR. Kareem Hunt, where would I draft him? I honestly, me personally, I wouldn't draft him this year. Really? I would not. He's going to get drafted. Year. He's gonna play. I know everybody here thinks as well as that they're gonna be in the the championship for their their fantasy football league because I believe I'm there every year. You know, yeah, it doesn't always pan out like that <laughs> until you prove me wrong. Yeah, exactly. I'm, it I'm doesn't always pan out like that. But I'm always <laughs> looking at like what am I gonna do when I get in the playoffs? Yeah. And that's exactly where Kareem Hunt is coming back. Yeah, and you're saying he's gonna jump in six. And you just well, six. Six. I'm taking him six rounds. Well, you're asking six. me where I would take him, and I don't know if you watch my draft the way I drafted. I drafted running backs early, so by that point. If you're going into the sixth round, I don't think I need a running back anymore. Yeah, but I'm. You don't think you do, but if the talent's there, why not take the talent? Um, in the, a PPR. Well, if the ta- because you're still missing ten to twelve game or whatever the suspension, you're missing yeah. a very large chunk of season. Out of he's going to be there right when you need him the most. But like, you are. But like you guys just argued, is he going to get the starting position? Is he going to be playing and getting those points? Right. Uh, what? What's up? I yeah. lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> because something, something like that. You already okay. You drop. You draft running back heavy. Absolutely. So Everybody you, so, so you feel okay, especially in the PPR. You feel that you have your talent at running back already, right? Yes. Correct. Yes. So, if at that point you already know your quarterback, especially the leagues that I know that I play in with both of you, our quarterbacks are juiced up. Yes. So any quarterback's gonna succeed pretty much. Right. That starts ball. that starts except for probably I would say Lamar Jackson. Because <laughs> all, all I mean, let's, he's not let's gonna just be the, real. He's not gonna, he's not get, gonna get the passing yards and everything yeah. like that. So why not? Why not take him that it, that, that well, high if if you already drafted your running backs and right. at this and point you know, at this point you at this know point, one running back's not gonna pan out. At this at this point, okay. let's say let's say realistically you drafted three running backs with before the third, before the sixth round. Okay. So ideally, you have either two wide receivers or a wide receiver and, and a tight end. What is tight end? Yeah. And Kareem Hunt's on the board. So let me ask you this: You have a flex. Uh, Julian Edelman was average draft position last year was round seven. Would you rather grab Julian Edelman in round six or Kareem Hunt in round six? Well, Julian Edelman just only a four game suspension. Yes, I'm. I, I, You're I'm talking a full year next yeah. year. I'm just saying in the, the the what I'm getting at is in the sixth round, 
why would you draft somebody that you know is missing 10 games when you can get but, somebody like a Julian Edelman one thing, or One thing like, I want to point out, though, is that Julian Edelman probably dropped two rounds easy because he's got a four-game suspension. This is true. I, I'm, I'm just trying to... have been a fourth, fifth I'm, I'm trying to name people no, that I, I know were going in that round. Yeah. So... Okay, but would you rather take a Kenyon Drake in the sixth round or Kareem well, Hunt? Kenyon Drake was getting drafted in the third round. Yeah. What a bust. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just legitimate. Um, in the third, in the sixth round, like you guys said, I go running back heavy, so I probably would already have three running, running backs. backs. So, at that point, I'm not looking for a running back that's missing ten weeks. So, do you take Kareem Hunt in the tenth round, then? In the tenth round, if he's there, I'm going to grab. That's so tough. That's so tough. All right, so if I'm running back heavy and Kareem Hunt's their sixth round, I'm uh, taking the Los Angeles route, and they brought in C.J. Anderson. He's going to have fresh legs. So, yeah, I'm taking Kareem at six, even if I'm already running back heavy. He's out ten games, like you said. I didn't get in the argument with Chum and them just about so you know, but I am taking Kareem Hunt because, like you said, he's going to have the fresh legs still. So, you you know after ten games, even if he splits his uh, 50-50 with Chubb, He's still gonna have the fresh legs. Right. He's gonna right. Be so you're you're picking a guy that you're not gonna have for ten weeks instead of picking a receiver or another running back that you could have for the ten weeks that could possibly get you I'm into the championship. Super Bowl. <laughs> Kareem He's Hunt for the future. <laughs> Kareem Hunt's gonna get make me win the playoffs and then make me win the championship after. Yeah, 10 but weeks. I mean it depends on your team. We we can't just do hypotheticals right now. If you're a team and That's your what receivers, this is all about is well, I'm saying, well, <laughs> uh, you could have saved. We don't know what your team. We don't know what your team is, so we can't say that your receivers are weak. But if in the sixth round, if you went running back heavy, then your receivers are weak. You're not going to try to grab another receiver that can try to bolster your position. No, I'm taking Kareem Hunt because the worst worst case scenario, I have a trade bait and I can get another wide receiver for the playoffs. It's not only that, but it's also your style. If you're running back heavy, okay, that's cool, but. Somebody like me who also drafts running back heavy, and when you go into like full PPR and everything like that, you you're gonna you're gonna draft Kareem Hunt for like Will just said trade bait, but you're also in the aspect getting somebody who you know is gonna be there. You say- have you have you play the bye weeks also. That's something mm-hmm. that you have yeah. to you have to put in the factor. So if you're looking at it, okay, Kareem Hunt's on a 10-week bye week, pretty much. And then... <laughs> but but when, once once week 10 is over, your third running back or that second receiver or that third receiver, however you went in those first five rounds, they're going to be out of bye week. You can plug in Kareem Hunt because... Yeah, but what if you lost eight or seven, six of those games already? You're, you're not even in the playoff picture anymore. Still hypothetical. And then hypothetically, somebody else is going to want them. And you can have trade bait, especially in the leagues that we play. But you're already out of playoff condition, so what is the trade? Where's the value of that? We're keep we're keeper redraft leagues that we play in, this so that that is something that can hold value to somebody. I can see that. So I want I want to readdress what I said because I I said that I wouldn't draft him myself, and then when you brought that situation on me, uh, I thought about it. So I want to go back and say that it depends on what my team is looking like. That's fair. So now the Browns. The Browns look good. They do. They're definitely a way different team than they were three years ago. Facts. Do they win the division next year? I'm going to say yes. You got Pittsburgh. I say yes, too. They're, they're losing Bell and Brown, potentially. They're, they're automatically getting worse. Big yeah. Ben is getting a year older. All right. And then you got the Ravens. 
Who just uh, shipped Joe Flacco away? Just shipped Joe Flacco Denver. to Denver. <laughs> they, uh, Such a big change. Lamar. <laughs> oh, quick interjection. You've seen how they, uh, the Super Bowl odds for yeah. the, <laughs> the Denver Broncos without Joe Flacco was uh, – <laughs> One in a hundred, and then once they got one in one twenty-five, terrible. I'm here uh, for you, Will. So, so the Ravens. Lions first, dog. Lions so first. The Ravens now they have Lamar Jackson, who's young. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he looked good out there, but he doesn't look like he's a division win. winner. Yeah. Uh, they're getting rid of their top receiver, John Brown. You said he doesn't look like a division winner. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. The team as a whole, like the team. Um, I don't think that team wins the division. I mean, they just won the division. Mm. But that Barely. was they were they were they were coattailing back and forth between him and Joe Flacco. Nah, Again, after, they he, lose after he took the job, since, he ran with he it. took over, they, they uh, literally yeah. ran with it. But the thing a is, lot is of like, but so <laughs> a lot of runs. And then and then you got. I mean, the Bengals are the most potential threat to that division. No, with you the new, with the new head coach and then question that quarterback. Well, how is it a question when and when Andy Dalton's healthy? He's good out there. He's definitely. Yeah. I mean, they make it to the playoffs Didn't and they just lose the wild card. Interceptions. <laughs> yes. That's one game. I'm sure. How many playoff wins? Uh, How many playoff wins does he have? None. Why is that? Because the team lost. How many playoff Mike wins does Stafford have? None. None. All right. How but many Stafford times? Sucks? How many times no. has Stafford been to the playoffs compared to Andy Dalton? Uh, Stafford's been there what three or four times. Andy Dalton's been there what three or four times. The Bengals have never won a playoff game. Under Marvin Lewis, their old he's gone. Coach. How has he been there for so long? He, he had to have nudes on the commission. <laughs> That's it. Dude, this guy was literally there for so long without winning playoff games. God, and having great and having great offenses of somebody like let me just mention a starting lineup of Carson Carson Palmer before an ACL injury, yeah. Corey yeah. Dillon. Before it was Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, <laughs> TJ Hushmanzada. Like, you, had, you had the tools, bro. Like, you haven't won a single right, are you telling me the bank? Are you telling me the Bengals right now don't have tools? They don't have A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, who exploded this year on the scene. Joe Mixon. And this is my exact point of why they won't win a game. But they don't have Marvin Lewis. You said they won't win a game. They they won't win, they won't win a playoff game. No, they won't. I'm, make I'm the not. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't jump that far ahead. I just said that they're the biggest threat to Cleveland in that division. The Browns go ten and six, win the division. I could see that's that bold. happening. That's that's bold. I could. I, I mean, they just went eight and eight. I mean, and they're they're improved. That's bold. Uh, I still I still believe with or without Antonio Brown, Pittsburgh Steelers still make a push uh, because they're. They're obviously eight leading, eight. Toward, they're obviously an elite leading towards. They have some an aging elite quarterback. They have a proven quarterback, not only just an aging. Or How many elite. times have everybody said Tom Brady's getting older next year? They're not going to be good. Or Drew Brees is getting older next year. He's not going to be good. And then Peyton Manning can't go to Denver and win a Super Bowl. And then he goes there and breaks the passing touchdown record, the single season touchdown record. But eventually, what happened to Peyton Manning? He got too old. And he, After neck surgeries, that, but I'm saying it, it still happens. We just don't know when it's going to happen. They I keep know, trying to predict it, and they can was be it wrong. The surgeries or the steroid allegations? Both. <laughs> uh, so a little backtrack. Uh, Stafford has been to three playoff games, hasn't won a single one. Right. Andy Dalton took the Cincinnati Bengals to four consecutive and hasn't won one. <laughs> so I mean, I said three or four and three and four, so I was right. I, I'm yeah. just I'm just informing. I'm four, throwing four out the facts. 
first time in Bengals history, oh, too. How, how do you, Marvin? How, I just don't understand <laughs> how you're there for so long. I'm just saying. So you, how long so, was he there for? Uh, Andy Dalton uh, is still a good quarterback. Be, somewhere in between, I would say, as Will's over here uh, fact-checking me right now, I would say <laughs> 12 to 15 years. I was going to say 11, but... Marvin Lewis is not returning as a Bengals head coach. Sources says Lewis spent 16 years with the Bengals after 16. being hired in 2000. How are you there for so long with no success? Um, his there's... overall record was 131, 122, and 3. So you're an average coach. <laughs> I don't even think he's average. <laughs> and he was named coach of the year in 2009. <laughs> was that the year with uh, Carson. Carson Palmer yeah, and Corey yeah. Dillon? Uh, <laughs> when they won that the AFC North. That might have been with uh, Cedric Benson. Won the AFC North with a 10-6 and six record is Jeez, when he was dude. named it. <laughs> These quarterbacks that have been like on their – or not quarterbacks, uh, coaches that have been on teams for a long time, they, they all have like at least a Super Bowl. So or, like, or playoff yes. wins. Or, yeah, or playoff play wins. Yes. Yes, like, I mean it's it's all about it's all about just the consistency. Like you could say, like Tomlin, I don't think will go anywhere for a while because Tomlin is consistently the the Pittsburgh Steelers are always relevant, whether they're winning in the playoffs or not. Even so, yeah, even if even if they don't make the playoffs at the end of the year, they're making that push. Exactly. So they're always relevant, and they they won the Super Bowl. They have won Super Bowl, and he, he's one of the coaches that have been around on the same team for a long time. That is a really hard thing to do is to be on a team for a long time. The only other coach I could really think of that's been around for a while on one team is Belichick. Yeah. And that's after he got fired from the Cleveland Browns. Fun Baltimore. fact. Baltimore well, no. Browns. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but we all know. I mean, he, he got fired as a head coach with a horrible record. And well, that team ended up being successful. Well, yeah, later on down the road. Yeah. That but, specific team, not the Browns. Yeah. But, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they came in the league in what ninety six? Yeah, something like that. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, that just blows my mind. Who else is good? John Harbaugh? He's been a coach that's been around for a while on one team. I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. Hey, he just signed an extension. Yeah, how long is Gruden in the league for? I say two years. Gruden, two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. Give him the half year. If, uh, Let's see how this draft plays if, out. If. Uh, <laughs> Send a ten-year, hundred million. If the Davis son is anything like his dad, he'll fulfill his whole ten-year contract plan. I can't. I don't believe that. Ten years. Let's hey, see how these drafts play out. Ten just years, hundred million. Picks. This guy gets paid more than quarterbacks around the league. Dude, you know what I thought was really funny is when they when they uh, shifted Cleo Mack and they said whatever, get out of here. And then Cleo Mack signs all that money. He goes, Ah, oh, that's a lot of money for one person to sign with. I'm like you're just signed a hundred million dollar contract. What are you talking about? <laughs> His self-awareness is not there. And do you think he was making a joke? Because I always wanted to talk about this. Do you think he's like intentionally making a joke after the first game of the season they couldn't get to the quarterback? And he's like, can't figure out why we couldn't get to the quarterback. <laughs> well, I, say, I, want to, I want to say the stat was like before, like during the first four or five games, they showed a stat of the Raiders' defense. Compared to the like, back, yeah. Like he had like five sacks, two interceptions, and one touchdown. Yeah. Leo Mack had like... Eight sacks, <laughs> two fumble two recoveries, two touchdowns, <laughs> two touchdowns, three fumble recoveries. Whatever to be fair, be, like, to be fair, he had eight sacks and two touchdowns against the Packers. True, he, he not really, but he outperformed the whole defense. Like, <laughs> like yeah. some, something like that. That's that's a generational player. That was a man with something to prove that year. Yeah, I mean, oh, 100. He did. He has something to prove, but he also is showing how great he you're is. You're talking about. Oh no, man, for sure. You're talking about a man that I think he was either the first. 
or it was either in his second year won Defensive Player of the Year award. I mean, he's a one-in-a-lifetime generational player like we see in Aaron Donald. Yeah. Like, he deserves his money. Pay the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're all going to look at it from past tense of watching watching sports that these guys didn't make as much money as they do now. Yeah. But, hey, some of these guys on defense, some of them you might want to pay them like a quarterback because – You know, there's some Playing those positions, you do – I mean, even though it's – Stereotypically, the linebacker that's considered the quarterback of the defense. But your best player on defense, I mean, especially Cleo Mack being pretty much a a hybrid linebacker defensive end. He do just about anything. I can't pay that guy. Field. I can't pay the guy. So here, here's something. I would say pay him more, but I still wouldn't pay him. Here, here's something to, to be to know: Is there a new system to win Super Bowls? Because I think there is. I think the system to win Super Bowls is. To draft a rookie quarterback, he's going to have those four years, and then you have your you just go out and pay everybody else, and just have a rookie quarterback that's going to be good. I say, now, why why would you say that? Because what when has that happened? Seattle, Philly, Los Angeles. But did Wentz win? The, Kansas City. Wentz didn't win it. Yeah, but they've been successful teams in the NFL. Yes. The only other successful teams in the NFL have Kansas all the fame quarterbacks. Won it? No, I'm saying they're successful. Yeah, well, well you're successful. Talking about, you said to winning a Super yeah, Bowl. I think this, the recipe to win a Super Bowl. Successful and winning a Super Bowl is a little different. No, I think the recipe yes, to being successful to have a better chance to win a Super Bowl is to go this route. No, you're, you're lowering it to that now, but you said the recipe to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, my, my point is to be successful in the NFL now. All right, this is a little different. So I got it. the only other teams that are successful in the NFL right now have Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Every other success, successful team has a quarterback on a rookie contract with a loaded defense or offense. Andrew Luck. Yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. So I guess, I guess what breaks it down is what do you – or who do you classify as successful as a team-wise, and then we list those quarterbacks because there's a argument at place in place that you can put towards any quarterback in the well, league besides, I would say, as of right now, Tom Brady. I mean, even though I don't – Think like okay, yeah, he's the greatest of all time, but Warner. hey, what what teams and what quarterbacks are you putting in that category? What category of being successful teams? Yeah, being successful because you have teams like look at uh, New York Giants. They have two championships, but a lot of people, even I mean, I would go amongst the four of us here. We can argue if Eli is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. But they're not relevant anymore. Eli is relevant because Odell Beckham's What I'm saying is, like, the the system is changing, I think. So before it was get a quarterback, pay him all this money because you want him to stay. He's going to drag your team, no matter how bad it is, to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I I agree with you. When you changed it to having a successful team, then I can agree with that. What I meant to say is, like, to get your your chances, the best chances to win a Super Bowl today, I think, is drafting a quarterback in the first round or so and going out and paying everybody else. Because, I mean, if you're Aaron Donald, your contract here, obviously he's going to stay with the Rams for a while, but you're you're shopping, right? You're trying to get out. And now I'm telling you, I'm going to pay you $50 million more than the next team because I just drafted a rookie quarterback. You want to come play for us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now with you bringing up Aaron Donald, I ha- I have to do it because we we were in position to do it as me being a Lions fan. We were in position to draft Aaron Donald the year he came in the league, and we were in position to have not only Aaron Donald but have him lined up again with Nadamik and Sue. Yeah. Now, 
Do you say you never know though? I mean, yeah, you never you never know, but you see what they did this year over in Los Angeles and think of what could have been. Well, sure, but is it the quarterback not paying the quarterback, or is it having the scheme with the coach? Because we can all we can all agree, I believe that one of, if not the greatest quarterback coach of all time is Andy Reid. Yes. I believe that. And he's done it with Donovan McNabb. He's done it with – he revived Michael Vick. He revived he, Alex Smith. He, I don't think he revived Alex Smith. Michael Smith – I think Alex just, Smith had the talent. Yeah, I think he, he put he Alex Smith in a position yeah. to succeed. He put him in a position to succeed with John Dorsey there as a GM, drafting somebody like Tariq Hill, yeah. things well, like that. But I mean, was, Alex Smith, was Alex Smith thriving before him? He always has been. Alex Smith has been decent. I I wouldn't say he was thriving, but Alex Smith lived up to a good expectation of a first overall quarterback pick. Yeah. I wouldn't say he was thriving because you know he never got over he never got over the edge. Right. So if he wasn't thriving, then Andrew didn't revive him. Uh, I think no. I think the difference is is like so. Vic didn't go to Philly as a passing quarterback. No. He went to Philly and Reed. Changed up his style. He made him pass from the pocket a little bit more. Started making him protect himself a little bit more to, to make him last in the league. Right. He changed Vic's style in a sense. So he, he revived his career by changing his style. He didn't do anything to change Alex Smith. But he still revived him because he still put him, like you said, put I mean, him in that position. You could say he revived him because he was, he did, that was the best year of his career. You could say that he revived him because uh, he, he wasn't doing that with other teams. I, I, I get your point, but like... I think Alex Smith was capable of always doing that. You can be capable of doing it. Doesn't mean that you're doing it. Yeah, but I don't even know what was the point of that. <laughs> Who fucking knows? You're talking about Andy Reid. Talking about Andy Reid being. No, it was going off of uh, what Tim said about the you know the recipe of having oh, yeah. a successful team, even though he had to backtrack his words and uh, to to a successful team from. Oh. A Super Bowl team. I think to be successful in the league is what I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got that. Yeah. And then you, John, started talking about uh, he was trying to bring something up with Andy Reid and start was, talking about Andy Reid's quarterback. I was, bring, I was bringing it up in the aspect of, hey, is it that of getting a quarterback and you know drafting them, whatever round you get them, and you know you obviously have to have somebody to develop them. That's yeah. where that's where I was getting at because when okay. you look at when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, well, only one team gets that chance. Well, when you, <laughs> but, when you, but when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, or if you look at the Los Angeles Rams, let's say a year and two years ago, I think we can all argue that even though back when Steve McNair was in the league, rest in peace, but Jeff Fisher was the coach of the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. And when Jeff Fisher became, at the time, the St. Louis Rams uh, coach, and he was actually there for Goff's rookie year, Jeff Fisher's gone. Jared Goff is in position at, you know, until they slowed down, he was in position to be an MVP type with the stats. Quarterback. I don't care what he is. Well, I'm just saying, with the the stats. And then you look at the Kansas City Chiefs coming in this year. Not a handful of people actually drafted Patrick Mahomes where you were drafting elite quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks such as uh, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. 
things. Uh, I'll, I'll say Philip Rivers because he's in a pass-heavy offense. Things like that. You weren't you weren't drafting him there because of all the things you heard coming out of training camp. You will next that year. This, that this guy was throwing. I think they said he threw like four picks in one four game. Four picks with zero interceptions yeah. over you know two zero touchdowns. Two game, two simulated games or whatever. Everybody yeah. stayed away from him from what from the reports that we got. Well, and then next thing you know, it turns around. Boom! This guy is pretty much you know how I look at it with him having a little bit of mobility. He reminds me if you had what the Green Bay Packers had, but all in one quarterback of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Yes. You put those two together, I think that's where you get Patrick Mahomes. And having Andy Reid there just pushed it over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Coaches coaches definitely matter. Anybody that says coaches don't matter is smoking uh, something. Yeah. I mean, of course coaches matter, but I mean, they're, they're game planning you to win the game. They're telling you well, what to look for, but, you know? I mean, just to revert, uh, a lot of people try to just dismiss Belichick. Like, he's not one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, why the Patriots are so successful. He's the greatest coach of all time. Exactly. You you on it over there, Tim? Yeah. I just woke up. (laughs) You tired? I mean, it's only 11 o'clock at night. So, uh, (laughs) uh, on a quick uh, side note, after, uh, like, 50 minutes of football, uh, tomorrow we got the Elimination Chamber for WWE. I... I'm just yeah, throwing got, it out got, there. You got some, you got some uh, matches up there? We we got the, I don't know if it's going to be the main event, but we got the WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan, uh, locked in the Elimination Chamber with AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, uh, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston. Any thoughts on that? Just... There's going to be a bunch of RKO's. I don't know. Suplexes. <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't know why, but I have, I, I just feel like Co- if Daniel Bryan doesn't retain, it's going to be Kofi Kingston as the new champion. I, I think that Kofi Kingston is going to be very exciting to watch. He always is, but I don't think he's going to win it. I, I work his gimmicks. After the gauntlet that he had to go through just to get in the Elimination Chamber, I think they might push him. But I think that, that that's like I said, that's just using it for excitement. So you've seen the gauntlet match that they did? I uh, saw Smackdown? bits and pieces of it. you seen how Randy Orton came out of nowhere? <laughs> out of nowhere, baby! <laughs> Uh, I feel like uh, I mean I if I had to put money if I had to put money in on it I'd say it'd be Randy Orton if it's not Daniel Bryan retaining because you know they already have the WrestleMania right but I mean that's the whole point because you right. got this fast lane and then WrestleMania right and was was anybody else want to guess on that match no I'm, uh, I mean I, I'm like, no like I said I I I haven't shit I haven't watched wrestling I feel you. for about a good I would say since I was back in the Marine Corps but. <laughs> Uh, man, Randy Orton just sticks out to me because of the he's a veteran. He's That's all right. He's, yeah. he's a veteran in there, and with I, I know of Kofi, uh, Kofi Kingston. You know, I know of these guys, and he brings the pizzazz. He brings the oh my god, I want to watch that guy because what he does. So does exactly. Jeff Hardy, especially in elimination. Well, yeah, yeah, Jeff, Hardy, Jeff, Hardy, Jeff Hardy's also like 80 years old. <laughs> also a veteran. Like, also yeah, veteran. Yeah, I, I feel like he's, he's 80 years old. But, but he's not going to be able to jump off of he's 17, 17 foot ladders. Like That's what I know of Jeff Hardy. You he know? did it two but years ago. That was two years ago. Right. Well, He's then 50 now. <laughs> that means he's, his body's rested for two years. He can do it again. Right. And just to say... Uh, WWE, first time ever making history, uh, women's tag team championship matchup. Yep. First ever to get crowned. Yep. That's going to be inside the elimination chamber. Whoever, whoever tag team elimination is going to win. Ronda no, 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 right. Oh, well, she'll win it eventually. No, she's in a singles match against uh, Ruby Riot for her belt. Well, she's going to win. <laughs> yeah, that, that matchup, 
Uh, I posted on Facebook the other day. I feel like the uh, the women's matchups are more exciting to watch now than the men's. I agree. I do. Agree. And that's not just because you know they're better to look at, but that helps. I 100% <laughs> definitely helps. But no, like the talent level, like the the moves that they do is more exciting. It's more high octane, like we're, we're used to in the Attitude Era. True. 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 Um, yeah. I'm really excited for the Braun Strowman Baron Corbin no DQ match though. Oof, man, I just I'm want to see you. Baron Corbin get ripped to shreds, dude. Yeah, we're watching we're watching the Elimination Chamber here tomorrow. Oh so. fuck it, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> come over, come on over. And if, uh, work, uh, if you come over after work or before work, just uh, hit up Will. Try to win a boat. Yeah, uh, if you guys want to know how to win a boat, let me know. Uh, or come see me at Cabela's in Chesterfield, uh, 20 uh, Hall Road, uh, off 94. I can help you win a boat. Sign up for a credit help card, too. Are you going to tell me that I guarantee you win a boat? But at the same no, time, help you, try. <laughs> you can help you try to win it, Timothy. Since he's juicing up where he works at, uh, if you end up going to see this guy over at the Chesterfield uh, Cabela's, shoot on over. Uh, I work at Menards. So. Saving money at Menards. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no free ads. I got the hell's going on here. <laughs> I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't do the jingle you did. I was just saying, come hit me up. It's and fine. I can say stuff. We are not book. sponsored by Menards it, or like Cabela's. Every time someone what says What is going on here? Somebody needs to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think I might order some Hungry Howies. <laughs> but, but, but if we're actually guessing everything up, uh, you can follow me over on Twitch TV uh, slash D-U-B-Y-A-B-W-B. Uh, I stream, so uh, hook me up. Follow me. All he does is play Fortnite. No, no, no. Games. I've been playing Siege and Apex Legends. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Boys just out here trying to make a little bit of side catch. You know what I'm saying? You know. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. I mean, I'm affiliated. Drop your Twitch Prime sub. Help the boy out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, so did you, what, you got the rest of this going on, or? Well, I mean, it, it, what, what? That's it? No, like. Uh, that's all I care that's about. That's going on there? Oh, for the Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's, got, there's still a couple more matches, but, I mean, those, the, you know, you hit the main event. Uh, I mean, the other uh, only one that points out is The Miz and Shane McMahon's defending their tag team SmackDown champion against the Usos. There, there's the Raw Elimination Chamber, too. You named the SmackDown. So, wait, they're still split? Yeah, with Randy Orton. There's one with uh, Seth are. Rollins. Money, baby. Uh, <laughs> Talk about how great. Yes, yeah, uh, no, because they made all pay-per-views full-branded uh, now. I'm saying, I know, and there's What's there's the two matches. There's uh, the SmackDown Elimination Vince? Chamber match. Yeah, Vince. <clears throat> and then what there's the, the Raw Elimination Chamber match. It took something from no, Lacey to Lake. No, SmackDown. Nothing right. in the billion dollar No, everybody that you named is on SmackDown. The WWE Champions are Raw. It's on SmackDown. It's the Universal's on Raw. Oh, yeah, they did switch it. No, I'm literally looking at the list. There's only the one besides the women's tag team. I'm going to have to pull it up. I promise you that there's a, there's a match with Seth Rollins. Well, while they're doing that, uh, anybody watch the Red Wings game yesterday? I did not. Pretty exciting one. Uh, I did watch. Was that the, with the crown wall? Or was that the game before? That was the game before. Oh, dude. that He ran into a fucking brick wall, though, dude. The Red Wings went down 5-1 yesterday. Tied it up. Go to overtime. They tied it up in the third. They scored four in the third to go to overtime. They lost, but <laughs> it's an exciting game to watch. Hey, I bet being down, like, yeah, I would have turned off the TV for being honest. I would have been like, uh, eh. I, I like to support my team to the end. So I feel you. I feel <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, the Wings aren't going to be anything this year. Obviously, they're not going to. They're probably not going to be anything for the next two years. Right. But it's still exciting to watch. It's hockey. Yeah, I like, I like me some hockey. Um, side note: baseball. Ooh. Everyone, everyone. Um, I know we wanted to touch a little base on this. I know. Uh, 
players. Base, I see what you did there. It's <laughs> <laughs> only catches it. Um, yeah, players report tomorrow. Besides Blue Jays, they go Monday. Yeah, I mean, that, it's crazy that we sit here and say, obviously, pitchers and catchers already reported, but when you say players, that's obviously relating to the, the whole team and the ones that were signed to these uh, spring training rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest names that stand out, Manny Machado and Bryce Harper are still so, unsigned. Oh, so what's going on there with Bryce Harper? I mean, it's – I don't know if they – does he not want to be there? Oh uh, yeah, he already wanted out. He want he was I think he was looking to get traded at the deadline so he can push to get a you know a ring. Yeah, I think I think the Dodgers were in it as much as Bryce Harper's at the point in his career he needs to come to American League, right? Yes and no, yes and no because Bryce Harper's I mean, but he's in his twenties. Yeah, but I mean he's he's in his twenties, so it's not like he's in the the down, the down spot of like how David Ortiz or but how we look at injuries. Doesn't Bryce Harper? Doesn't he not hit as well right now? Didn't he not hit as well the last two seasons or so? Batting average wise, probably not. I think, but it, I know, I know. he's. Huh, he, no, I was wrong. There's, there's not a raw championship match. It's crazy. When you sit, when you sit there and look at it, you're gonna tie Mike Trout and Bryce Harper into each other when you know because they came up. I want to say relatively. Just about the same time, or, yeah. yeah. I would say the pretty, most pretty is a year close. Apart. And they both respectfully won NL and AL MVPs. Yeah, he was a two forty nine um, batter last yeah, year. Yeah, but look at his jacks. Thirty four. I mean, that was at the time when when the league was going on, when uh, season was going on. He was up there. He was top five, top yeah. top ten in in home runs. Yeah, I mean he he's was thirty four. He's an exciting player yeah. because he plays defense also. His best his best year was the forty two home runs. That yeah, was I think that's yeah, that was his MVP year, yeah. Yeah, that was two thousand fifteen. But like other than that, I mean he hasn't been that great of a batter. Other than hitting the ball at the park. I mean I guess it's something that said if you're hitting the ball at yeah. the park thirty four times, yeah. you're probably scoring ninety runs, which yeah. is a huge deal. So uh especially in then being you know I mean, his on-base percentage was three ninety-three, so that's pretty good. Yeah. So, but so he's he's drawing walks. He's you know, oh, yeah. unfortunately getting hit or Swing whatever it is, or running out of you know a, a sure ground ball or whatever. He's running yeah. him out. He's getting on base. Yeah, that's good. But he's he's in the prime of his career. Oh, of course. You're never gonna have, I believe, a more consistent you know career as a batter. Than somebody in the American League because they can convert over into that DH spot, right? But defensively, he's there. You know, defensively he's there. Offensively, he's there, and then he's you know he disappears maybe for a little bit, but he's there. And that's what that's what matters because when you look at the contracts, look how old Miguel was when he signed his contract. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't in his twenties in his prime like these guys were. These guys that are free agency are. Yeah. So, Miguel getting that type of contract is just nothing but a boost of, hey, well, he got this. Let me get this. Oh, of course. Because it's, it's just how sports world works. Yeah, they're in hey, 110 days right now that they haven't he got, signed. Yeah, he got this. I know I'm going to be better, or if I'm not better than this, I want this. I think, yeah. he's, look, I think he's looking for somewhere in the – I, I don't know if Manny Machado is, but I know there's reports on Bryce Harper looking for like a 10-year, 300 million plus deal. 
I mean, the goal is nowadays to wow. get as much many yeah. years as possible, I mean, right? I mean, uh, yeah, because uh, it, it gives you security. Yeah, it gives you, know you security. You're, yeah, you know you're going to be playing for. Yeah. You probably you don't even guarantee you that you're playing for ten years. You just want to make sure you're, you're getting paid yeah. for the next seven weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it is it is whack, but that's what that's what gets me when people are like, oh, when they look at all these other sports because baseball, yeah, I think the average age of a baseball fan, like legit. Is from the age of like, I think it's either really late 20s, as in like 28, 29, to mid 30s, all the way up to 60 years old. That's the average age of a fan. And yet these guys are minus, you know, outside of America and the what they call football, but soccer. These guys get paid the most. Yeah. And it's all, I think, if not. I think it's all guaranteed. Pretty much. Somehow, some way. I mean, they can retire and they're still getting you best know, contract of all time. Two million dollar years and stuff like that. Who was that? Who was that? Daryl Strawberry. Yep. Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> oh my! Best contract of all best time. Best contract. Isn't he like still getting paid? Yes. Yes. He's pretty much. He pretty much did baseball. How? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Charlie Weiss did Notre Dame. <laughs> like that's just how, he, how it was. Yeah, genius, dude. Genius. You genius. always know you're gonna have money. Exactly. You know who's a genius? Nick Foles' agent. Oh yeah, he did. He played them. He played the Eagles. Because he bought. He then he bought out his contract. Yeah. So he get paid, he got paid twenty million, which everybody knew because that was the money that he was. You know, it was the they picked the Eagles picked the option up to keep Foles. Right. And then Foles used two million of that to buy his freedom, and then he gets franchise tagged. <laughs> So he's getting he's getting paid twice. So I'll say that guy's a genius. But yeah, that's a that's a oh man, that uh, there's no way that ever happens again. So now, so we, uh, I think it was episode one or two where we talked about Nick Foles. So he, he's going yeah. somewhere. He's got he, He's not staying. No, they're gonna trade him. I think I think the report that I read, he's actually he's out. He paid his buyout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He bought out. Yeah, but they're gonna franchise tag him. Yeah. Uh, with the with the bill of what's costing as a franchise tag, I don't know if they're gonna, I don't know. They're gonna franchise tag him and trade him. I think is the the goal because they don't want to get nothing for him. But if that's if that's the goal, are you willing to trade? Let's say because you nobody's gonna give up a first for him in wow. my eyes, unless no. you're unless you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. In well, this that year still where, wouldn't. In this year where quarterbacks are not your uh, high point, but you wait it out. Are you giving up, a, let's say, second, third round plus extra picks? Okay. And maybe a player for Nick Foles? Okay. You're to, to hope he pans out because, let's be real, when he did this the first time in Philly and left for Kansas City, he, wasn't he was on the verge of retirement. Yeah, because he, he hated it. But if you're a team, Jacksonville Jaguars, don't you want him? You're gonna pit, you're gonna give up for him. Other than that, I mean, what are your options? You're gonna try to get Eli Manning, or you're gonna try to get Case Keenum. Hey, it's not like Case Keenum's. I don't think he's bad. He's not a bad pick. I don't think he. I think he is. <laughs> he's. He. I don't think he's a bad pick. I mean, look what he 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 did in Minnesota last year versus what Kirk Cousins did this year. They did better last year with Case Keenum than they did this year with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I would I would rather pursue Keenum than get rid of a high draft pick. No. 
If I was the Jags, you're getting rid of a high. You're getting rid of a draft pick anyway because you have to draft a quarterback then. No, because this you we all know that this year's uh, uh, strength of quarterbacks in the draft isn't that high. Right. Right. So you you bring in Keenum to try to save you for this year. You just buy time. Then, yeah, you buy time for next year's draft or the year after that because you know there's not. There's well, not you, 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 gotta, you only got three years because the Jaguars are they're a good team. They have a bad quarterback. And what's going on with Fournette? He's always hurt. <laughs> Not only that he's hurt, but you got old school, who I love as a head coach, uh, that we talked about before we actually uh, hit this off, uh, Tom Coughlin. Yeah. You got somebody that's old school like that, and if you remember at the, the end of the year, when uh, Fournette did his little actions that he did, Tom Coughlin pretty much said, we're not tolerating that shit here. <laughs> and does that does that put Fournette in a situation to where like, oh shit, I better perform or I'm getting the fuck out out of here? Like, not it, him. you don't think they would? No, a guy that can't stay healthy and a guy that's a cancer in the locker room. He's not going anywhere. Not not this year. He'll be there all season this year. You don't think that if I, if he keeps it up. Before the trade deadline, he doesn't get rid of him. If he keeps it up, if he doesn't keep it up, then I don't think he will. No. But if he keeps you it rarely, up, you rarely see trades like that anyway. I mean, unless, let's say, I think Carlos Hyde signed a two-year deal with Cleveland last year. So I mean, unless Carlos Hyde if and he's TJ, uh, unless Carlos Hyde and TJ Yeldon, you know, both outperform Which what it's like. Happen. What it's like with Leonard Fournette. Which I feel like Timmy said might not have him. The fact that Fournette's going to get the reps, I don't. I think they end up. I think it's it possible out. because every time Yeldon did play last last year when he was hurt, he had great games. He was a, he was solid. If you did if you weren't starting Fournette, you were starting Yeldon. Right, but Fournette wasn't didn't get all that bad rep until the end of the year. Yeah, no. So that's what I'm saying. So if he continues that, I think then you have a guy that can still do good in Yeldon. Carlos Hyde, when he played for San Fran, he was still a thousand yard rusher. Yeah. I mean, they still have the talent to go to work around. You know, if you get the reps, you work in OTAs. I mean. I don't know. I think it's possible. I, I mean, yeah, it's possible. I mean, like it's not. It's impossible for me to say it's not. Right. Possible. Is, is it likely? Yeah. Is it likely? Very unlikely. I think. So. I think it's more likely than you think, but I don't. I mean, I. I, don't know. I it's think it's, to call. it's a big name. It's hard. You don't ever really see big names move that much. When Richard you Sherman. Yeah, Josh that, Norman. That was on. That was Richard Sherman. That was his choice. Josh Norman. Josh Norman. I don't think Josh Norman's all that good. Hmm. PFF would disagree with you, but apparently that doesn't matter. So. <laughs> oh, whack! <laughs> he was guarding second string wide receivers. So. Yeah. Who was? Josh Norman. No, he wasn't. Here we go. <laughs> no, he wasn't. And we're back. Sure wasn't. Last year, yeah. Sure wasn't. I could bring up at least one video where he covered a second string wide receiver. At least one video or we're talking about for the entire duration of the season, Timothy. I could, I could bring up one video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just curious on that one video, who's the second string wide receiver? I'm just curious. I have no clue. Oh, I okay. can find it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to have a Timmy's, Timmy's not calling second strings out of his ass. <laughs> During uh, preseason, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could definitely find it. Well, no of balls. course, no balls. Because nobody plays a position 
one hundred percent of the time except for a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> or a lineman. What about Not even a lineman. <laughs> no, nope, sometimes centers get moved to uh, guards and stuff. Rarely. It still Very happens. Rarely. Still happens. Still happens. Centers are like all right, long well, snappers. Okay, long snappers. Long snappers. Punter. Punter. Punters. They throw. They play quarterback. Yeah, don't forget, they're the third string quarterback. <laughs> we're not talking about. We're not talking <laughs> about. Depending on the. It depends. All right, so if if we're not we're not talking about. The, the Madden death charts here. Uh, he, 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 <laughs> I'm saying, Timmy likes to word it and change it to where it's a different meaning, but we no, know look, what I meant. Listen, though. Uh, if if you're out in public and you're a punter, right, do you introduce yourself as a punter or do you introduce yourself as a third-string quarterback of the team? Third-string quarterback. I would, I would say I'm the quarterback. <laughs> I'm just going to go say I'm the fucking kicker. <laughs> because punters are the place kicker sometime for the kickoff, so... Yeah. <laughs> So. I'm just gonna hit him with the. I make twenty million a year. What do you do? <laughs> with the razzle dazzle. I'm about to start. Just flex on him real quick. I'm gonna start kicking where uh, Will watches football at because making twenty million a year as a kicker. <laughs> it sounds like a good job. <laughs> and I'm gonna flex on anybody I can speaking, at that point. Speaking of speaking of twenty million, what about the report that came out shortly oh, okay. shortly before uh, they they stated that Kaepernick. And uh, Reed reached a settlement with the league on their uh, grievance case. Yeah, whack. The, the league they said Ka- Colin Kaepernick got offered to play in the AAF, and he, did- he basically declined them because he wanted twenty million. Yeah. Like, I know I've been on the record, obviously not on air saying it probably ever before in my life, but I supported. Kaepernick's acts of being a silent protest and all these other things, yeah. especially yes, 100%. being being you know me being a military veteran, you know kneeling before the flag. How some people look at it as disrespectful, but doing it the way he was doing it, no violence, no words being said or anything. But dude, you you declined an eighteen to twenty million dollar option that was a player option when you were in San Francisco. Yeah, you declined not only, going not, to only, not only that as a backup. Not only that you declined. Not only did yourself, but you allowed your wife or girlfriend to publicly decline your option of going to Baltimore. And then you personally declined about going to Denver. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that those are great spots to end up in to win a championship or anything like that. Denver would have been at the time. But at the time, yeah. To cry about not getting a job. To cry about not playing in you. Yeah, to, to cry about not playing in the league or... You know, people like Tom Savage have jobs or Nathan Peterman have jobs <laughs> over you. Yeah, it sucks, but they look, what you, look what you did to yourself yeah. before you look at what anybody has done to you. Artifacts. Yeah. And know? trying to sue the NFL. Who, if you try to sue Hungry Howies and then was like, hey, can I get a job at? They're going to be like, yeah, sure, fill this out. No. No. You don't know that. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's logical and common sense. If you're suing somebody or a place of business, you think that they're gonna be like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, come take a job with us." No, no, that's where that's where Colin that's Colin Colin Kaepernick <laughs> bit himself in the foot is when he decided to sue the NFL. And then what happens? He settles. So didn't isn't like the point of your case to bring as much attention as possible? So don't what, could you? Why are you settling? I feel like you're not using the platform that you wanted then. 
That's what happens when you run out of money. That's fair. True. That's very fair. But if you run out of money and you just got offered $20 million. I mean, everybody talks about... he wanted about, $20 million. Every, everybody talks about, okay, yeah, he has the, you know, the, the Nike commercial. He doesn't have a Nike shoe. Yeah. You know, so... He probably got a nice chunk of change, but he was probably also living off of the change that he got when he was in San Francisco when, yeah. you know, people will argue this, especially you uh, Michigan State fans or you Ohio State fans and college football critics out there in the world listening, but when you had Jim Harwell as your head coach, who is a, a, a good quarterback coach. Yeah. I mean, he was a quarterback himself, but... You you don't have that anymore, so you can't adapt to everything that's going on because you split time with mm-hmm. uh, who was it, Blaine Gabbert? Yeah. Yes. You guys performed the same amount miserably. Now, yeah, it sucked when you break down the stats that identically yourself and Jimmy Garoppolo had the same stats from the seven games that mm-hmm. Garoppolo played, yeah. the seven games that you played that season. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks that Garoppolo got a contract worth. A hundred and something million. On average, he was making one year like 18, 19, and the yeah. next year goes to 20. But you had an option to pick up for that 20 million that you want to complain yeah. about. And at the same time, too, so if you put those those two uh, stat lines next to each other, that's Garoppolo on the uprise. That's uh, Colin Kaepernick on the decline because when he was making it to the championships and the Super Bowl, he was lighting the league up. He declined and deteriorated quick in the league. That's why he was playing second second string behind Blaine Gabbert. Come on, man! Like, you're you're having a game where you throw more interceptions than you have yards. Like we all agreed before, though, it's the coach. It's the style. It's the style of play because he succeeded down in San Francisco, where everybody was like, "Well, damn, yeah, he deserves this spot over Alex Smith." I still wouldn't have gave him the spot over Alex Smith. You go to the Super Bowl. You, you Alex Smith took you to the NFC Championship and got injured. Not the Super Bowl. <laughs> NFC Championship and got injured. Rings okay, Kaepernick took him to the NFC Championship and then the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't get injured. Tebow? But things happen. Tebow is a great quarterback. Tebow's a winner. He's a winner. I love Tebow. is a winner. Unless it's against the University of Michigan. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> he was I mean, the greatest college player of all time. We talked about this. Yeah, we already said that. So uh, back on the AFF or AAF. I want to talk about that. Did, did you fight. guys watch any of the games last no, week? Uh, I, I didn't even know there was games. Last week <laughs> I watched it. Uh, well, last week no, I did not. The year, the week before, because I remember scrolling through TV and I was like, "Holy shit, Steve Spurrier is on the sideline!" <laughs> and, uh, and they they ran they ran a Philly special actually, but. Uh, just today, actually, or yeah, we're still before uh, midnight. Uh, <laughs> no, I watched it and I seen a guy break his leg on live television. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, last week, dude, they uh, they, there was a huge hit on this quarterback, right? No flag oh, or anything. That. Oh no, no, that was that was the first week, bro. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't that last was last week. Yes, it was. It was two nine. I have it up on me right oh, now. Damn. <laughs> My favorite thing though is not Sports Center tweeted that hit saying Roger Goodell would have sent you to the electric chair for a hit like that to the <laughs> NFL. And then um some some guy in the pro said yard sale, everything must go, helmet, mouthpiece, ball, career, confidence, <laughs> oh everything. God. That's uh if you guys watch that after you hear us talking about it, uh 
That's the quarterback's fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 that's the quarterback's fault. fault. I mean, his chin strap wasn't on correctly. 100%. Uh, or if it was on, it was on loosely. But what, what, gets me, what, what gets me is that a lot of people are talking like, oh, my God, like, this is, you know, it's, it's perfect. It's football while football's gone. You know, college football and the NFL being the ones that we're talking about. And it's, it's crazy that a lot of people don't understand or know that the NFL actually sponsors this. They're actually playing on NFL Network. Yeah, it said, right. it said uh, there's a thing that said, why would you try to work against the NFL knowing that you would fail miserably when you can work with them? The AAF, in my eyes, to, date, to just touch back on when you guys brought up, you know, the Elimination Chamber coming back up. And there was a brief moment where Timmy and I were, we were all just over-talking each other. Yeah. <laughs> the, AAF, the AAF is there just to shut Vince McMahon the fuck up. True. Because the XFL is coming out in, what, 2020? Yep. And if the AAF stays there, and let's say somebody who's prestigious, like the biggest name that stands out, at least to me, is Trent Richardson in the AAF. Because he was a first-round pick. Suck. Fucking, look, top five pick at that. Played for the Colts, played for the Browns, and couldn't couldn't move the ball for shit. Couldn't nope. drive a car through a tunnel if he tried. <laughs> but the thing is, is that <laughs> if he goes off, if he if he goes off in this league, that have you know, he's going to. Yeah, but the thing is, if he goes off in this league, and you're going against college players that went unsigned, you're going against practice squad players that didn't end up making the roster, things like that. You're playing against these people who are, in my eyes, at least. NFL level talent, not saying that they're NFL actual talent to actually play on the I field. Understand. But somebody's gonna give them a shot in, in training camp. You know, they're always somebody is, somebody everybody has always knocked the NFL because if you don't make the NFL, you're done. Pretty right? much. In in hockey, oh you're not a, a NHL level talent, you know, uh, play in the minors for a long time, right? right? And then you get your shot again. Baseball, same thing. Yeah, exactly. You're not that good. You 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 have people that play in the minors for ten years and then finally get their shot. Yeah, basketball's got the D league. Yeah, and but the D league has nothing. There's quarterbacks. Probably the best quarterback of all time. Canadian. He could they? Well, yeah. Kurt Warner. No, I'm saying the Canadian Football League. No, what I'm saying is like Johnny Manziel sitting here like us. I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no. Quick, quick theory though. Right. How awesome would this be? XFL comes in, and then you got the AAF, then you have the CFL. Those three teams, or those three, no, those three. They all have their championship, and then they have the three teams that are all championships, and then they have to do some sort of round robin to figure out who the best team out of those three is. Figure out who the best team is there, and then play the worst team in the NFL that year. And then if the worst team in the NFL that year loses, switch them. I've seen something like that, dude. That'd be awesome. How interesting would that be? It'd be interesting, but let's be real. We have Roger Goodell. Yeah. Facts. I mean, it's true. Facts. And then, then I think I think the best thing that Roger Goodell has done as a commissioner, uh, just from a fan perspective, is the commercial from a, from a hundred years of NFL. What? Oh yeah, I, mean, that was, <laughs> I, think, I think that's the best that's thing the best he's commercial. ever done. But, uh, Other than jacking up Mariota's name when he got drafted. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> did you? Uh, did you see that the like, owners are trying to get the basketball? Uh, commissioner to do both. Adam Silver, yeah, Adam oh, Silver, yeah, commissioner for basketball and football. Yeah, because uh-huh. Adam Silver has—I don't know if you guys are familiar with, obviously, uh, 
commissioners in the league, but Adam Silver succeeded um, David Stern. Stern yeah. And David Stern was good, and I won't say that he's great because he was also a commissioner during the time that all that shit went down with yeah. Michael Jordan and all that jazz. But Adam Silver, I believe, took everything in consideration that David Stern didn't do. Yeah. To where I feel Roger Goodell isn't doing the same thing of doing what the past hasn't done. Yeah. Or trying to perfect what is going on. I don't know exactly what his job entails. I I believe his job only (laughs) entails, honestly, is to try to keep the sport alive. Honestly, because especially ever since the movie Concussion came out, everything is based around concussions. True. And... It's killing. It, I mean, naturally, it's just killing the sport because at the end of the day, if your mom says you're not doing it, you're not fucking doing it, <laughs> and that's just how it is. Your dad can sit there and talk, "Oh, my son's gonna play football," or "Yeah, good job, son. You're doing good on the field." But your mom reads one thing or sees one thing <laughs> she doesn't like, and your dad's shutting the fuck up, and you're not putting on those pads again. So his job is, I believe, is just to keep the sport afloat. Because, my opinion, 10 years from now, we're going to be a flag football championship. (laughs) And we're all still going to watch. Of course. (laughs) I love Matt Stafford throwing the ball. (laughs) Not getting touched. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, concussions are a big deal. But the one thing that really stops the, the league from getting concussions and, and figuring out the solution is the players themselves. Players themselves are hurting themselves by not speaking up about concussions. And it's the business side that's really holding everybody back. Because if you come out with a concussion and you have a concussion every other game, they're going to be like, you know what? There's somebody better than you or just as good as you, cheaper than you. You're gone. We're not paying you no more. But that's why you have agents. You have agents to go to battle for you. You have agents to fight during those contracts of what type of uh, you know med- medical med- medical stability that you're gonna have, not only as you're playing but after you leave, because generally speaking, as you know, I get I get a lot of scrutiny because I joined the military. I didn't go to college, and with me going with me going to with me going to the military, I chose a route that a lot of other people didn't choose. Yeah. And people look at me like, oh, well, John, you got this because you were in the military. No. John got this because John utilized the tools that he got. So when you go into the league and you have an agent, especially in the league after your rookie contract, and you're going to make that next step up to get what, let's say, these quarterbacks make or these high-end running backs or cornerbacks you want to make sure that you have somebody going to bat for you. Well, of course. And that's why if you don't have that, that's your fault because you're given you're given the tools, but you're choosing to go the other route. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is like, so you know, you remember Pat Anger? Yeah. The linebacker for the Colts. Yeah. So I was just listening to an interview with him and he he said that he'd play the game Sunday. Wake up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, would not remember shutting his alarm clock off, right? And then by Thursday and Friday, he was fine, right? 
So he's never going to report it. He's like, no, whatever. By Friday, I'm fine. No. So then it came to the situation one time to where he woke up Friday and he was like, oh, shit. I don't remember shutting my alarm off today. He's like, hey, I think I'm concussed. I don't remember shutting my alarm off. They're like, what? Yeah, that's bad. Like, how how often does this happen? He's like, well, every week. And they're like, what? (laughs) Like, that should never happen. So, like, but this guy, that was a guy that was probably an average linebacker, made a lot of tackles. And was concussed every single week and never said anything about it. So he's going to get replaced. Yeah, we're not signing this guy. He's going to have a concussion every single week. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's going to happen because it's almost just as being injury prone. Let's say just rolling your fucking ankle. Look at somebody in a different sport. Look Let's at not talk about hurting ankles, right? <laughs> look at, uh, I mean, it's not ankles. I meant to say knees. But look at Derrick Rose. Yeah. Derrick Rose was... His career's gone. He was an MVP. Oh, he's good now. He was an MVP back. of the league. He's coming back. He was an MVP of the league. True. And he was in his early 20s. He blows out his knee. Comes back. Blows out his other <laughs> knee. <laughs> you know, he you comes know, back like, and blows out his knee again. Exactly. True, like, true. Pretty much, it's just a... So nobody's going to give this guy... The time or day of a, of a real contract of yeah. an NBA player that is, let's just say... Healthy all the time. Let's just say, they're not even going to give him a six-man yeah. contract. But when I say six-man, I look at somebody like Lou Williams. I look at somebody like, how I feel is, who should be one is Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. You look at these guys coming off the bench that are are providing these sparks, even though Derrick Rose has been killing it this year. I was year. saying, are you guys not watching elected, D. Rose this year? <laughs> he got elected to the All-Star game, but nobody's going to sign him to that contract that he is pursuing with the level of play that he's doing because of his history. injuries. Yeah. The history is going to be behind it. So concussions are just, uh, yeah, they're worse than a knee injury because you're obviously still going to be mentally impaired or you're going to be mentally, you know, fit to you carry on in daily life. Maybe not yeah. to play that contact sport again, but it's an injury. Yeah, it's a brain injury. It's, a, it's, a, it's an injury that you signed at the beginning of time when you got that first contract that you know what's going to happen. It's going to happen. Some of these things are going to happen. Some of them might not happen to some of these players. Because you look at you look at back in the day, those guys wore leather fucking helmets, bro. <laughs> they didn't uh, wear helmets when it started. Not only, that, not only that, not only that, not to touch, not to just to touch of them wearing leather helmets. You still got motherfuckers out here in Australia playing rugby. Yeah. Rugby's well, AJ Hawk said it's fun, but do you wear a fucking helmet? AJ Hawk, but you get tackled. Fuck it. Exactly. Listen, AJ Hawk said that he thinks the solution, or a part of the solution, is get rid of helmets. Yeah. Because he said when he was a linebacker. When he was a linebacker, his thought was, this guy is bigger than me. I need to bump him off the ball. I'm jamming my head into his chest. So if you don't have a helmet on, you're not jamming your head into their chest anymore. You're not. You're not. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a huge person to to dig into the concussion thing because uh, I don't really know that. uh, I don't really know a lot of the science behind it. Uh... Yeah, I'm not laughing at concussions. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no. I believe you would laugh at somebody's pain like that. Uh, I mean, we all laugh at other people's pain, but that's Facts. not what I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, so. If it ain't me, it's funny. All right, <laughs> we're probably gonna wrap up here. 
I mean, uh, before we wrap up, can I uh, can I say something real quick? Oh yeah, yeah, we got to touch uh, on that. Just uh, just on air. Um, oh yeah, you guys heard in two weeks ago, Eric talked about how he was he was great Madden. I am great Madden. Uh, last week, you guys heard me uh, call him out. Sure did. And I took care of business. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, it was a very great game. Very great hey, game. Hey, I'm not saying I'm not saying it was a bad very game. Intense. I'm not saying it was a great game. I'm just saying that I came in and I took and care of business. To. I took care of business. <laughs> and that's and, and the same thing is that hey, Patriots took care of business every time they won too. Yeah, well, another thing but, is yeah. Okay. We're going to go we're But go I will there, say but. I will say that <laughs> I can respectfully say that Eric beat me. After, which is today, um, as we were waiting on to kick this off, so we have that third, that third, uh, that third game that we have to play here in the future before the next uh, next week's episode. And I'm gonna smoke John in NHL in that time. Yeah, you think so? Um, <laughs> Let's run it right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, it was very, it was a very close game. Uh, came down to the very last play. Uh, I mean, I Timmy, yeah, game. Timmy live tweeted it, so it was really good. Uh, final score is 13-12. DeAndre Hopkins scoring the touchdown with no time left. That was his only catch of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I, I spent only completed pass. <laughs> I spent fifty nine minutes, fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds stopping this guy from catching the ball. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but uh, I just want to say, uh, just a shout out not only Eric and myself, but shout out to these guys, uh, Will and Timmy. For allowing me to come back on again. Uh, hopefully they bring me on. I can be He's a never full. Coming back. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. The seat looks like it's starting to get like a J edge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's what happens. So but, official, uh, we got him a mic and everything. What's going on? <laughs> oh no! Oh, beat, no. beat the headset. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, as Eric did say, uh, live tweets on Twitter. If you're not following us on Twitter, that's uh, Cut and Dry Two. On Twitter, go ahead and give us a follow for live but tweets. Somebody knows that because <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> not on, not only that, but since you guys now all know, uh, you got a week, uh, so Eric and I can scroll through and see these comments. Um, pretty sure he's not opposed to it because we weren't the first time or the second time. Go ahead, pick our team. Tell us who you want us to have, and we'll play each other. Who gets who? Who gets who? Yeah, because uh, uh, first matchup it was uh, Carolina, and I was Carolina. You were Houston. Yep. Uh, in, the 13, mat- in the second matchup that we played, that's unofficial, but I'll still count it in the books for him. Uh, that's official the, for us. I was the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> he was the Los Angeles Chargers. So uh, you guys can imagine how that went. But yeah, hey, yeah it's, uh, I'm confident in myself. Eric's confident in himself. And then another thing, uh, we're gonna find out who wins here. If anybody wants to play them, let us know. Yeah, I'm down for that too. Special guest playing, you know, because we, we got to figure out who is the best in our in this. And I'll take anybody in NHL too. I know I got uh, Ricky. Ricky. Yep. I'll I'll have to get a hold of Ricky at some point. I'll have to play him eventually. Still have to play me though. You're gonna lose. Rick, Ricky was top top. Literally, I'll put one hand on the controller and beat you. <laughs> hey man, I'll take that bet. No. He said he's gonna. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, but I will beat you. It'll probably be. Somewhere between seven to two or something oh. like that. It, it'll look like a football score. Trying to project the scores now. Fifteen to two. I'll pull, my, I'll, I'll pull my goalie in the last three minutes. <laughs> in the face in the first quarter. <laughs> a period, I should say. Oh, yeah. Get back to Serpentine. Yeah. So, yeah. Anybody wants to play us? Let us know. We'll play you. We'll so, beat you. 
Cut yeah, and Dry on YouTube, a- Cut and Dry 2 on Twitter, follow our Facebook page. Uh, we're still in the works of getting this uh, going podcasting live on Spotify and iTunes. Just uh, be patient. I think, did you, you did all that already? We're, we're slowly we working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. Be patient. Oh, we're, we're, we're just starting, this is episode yeah. four. Right, we're, right, right. We're turtles, not hares, man. I mean, we got this. worst comes to worst, we'll, we'll be on there by like 10. <laughs> 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 worst, worst. Yeah, I'm just... You know, we all got shit to do, so, yeah. you know. Seven days a week, ain't no joke. One real quick, I wanted to ask this question. It's a really quick, easy answer. You don't have to really go too deep. There's two things. Is this a cliffhanger? No. <laughs> oh, that would Cliffhangers are incredible, Tim. You guys are about to answer the question right Shoot. now. Shoot. All right. Would you rather be famously known as an idiot and super rich or not known at all? And be super smart. I'm taking idiot for a thousand. Idiot for a thousand, Timmy. That's not being rich, Will. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it goes with it. It's Jeopardy. Can, can I have fine. you repeat that just for one All second? Right, just so, so I can try to find the loophole in it. <laughs> You're either smart and not known. Wait, you didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because I would rather be smart and not known. And then I can go make millions of dollars because I'm smart as hell. That's what I was waiting for. That's my answer. Okay. <laughs> I'm still taking rich. Yeah, well, that's because you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm still going to be rich. And I'm going to be rich and intelligent. Yeah, that's fine. And, I don't care and then I'll find me. someone intelligent like you to invest my money in, then I'll still be rich. Fair enough. steal it all. Because <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> I, I'm an accountant. I know how this works. <laughs> so no, you're an idiot. But you're an idiot now. You're no longer an accountant. <laughs> I can still be an idiot and accountant. It's fine. You're not my accountant. Hashtag <laughs> not true. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm pretty much John, what was, your, what was your take on that? And kind of filled the loophole in for you, but... <laughs> well, uh, I'm already not known, and I feel like I'm the smartest wherever I go, so <laughs> I'm going to take the money and run. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just saying, the money, you can, if you're super smart and not known... You're still making that money. You're making money. If you're if you're super smart, yeah. Look at Floyd Mayweather. That motherfucker can't read. <laughs> to, 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 today, Junior. That guy's a genius. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, oh, hold on. He's back. He's sitting back down. John was about to leave. <laughs> he brought him back. He is a genius. That's what you came back for. He just can't read. He can't read. It's not his problem, right? It is his problem. It's absolutely I mean, his problem. It's nobody else's problem. It's his problem that he can't. Fair, he cannot read. The face. I feel like that's a valid excuse not to be. Able I feel like he couldn't read before makes he got his punched mo- in the face. He, he makes his money by not getting punched in the face. So that's that true. is Facts. invalid. <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah. So motherfucker look like Barry Sanders out there against Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Deuces. <laughs>